Access control, a big part of security nowadays in the IT industry. But what about physical access control? Today we talk about the possibilities to gain access to your hotel room. What should we know about access control? And what do we trust in this connected world we live in? Welcome to Never Check Out. We welcome Jeroen Koesman in our studio. Jeroen is the managing director at Asse Abloy. Jeroen is responsible for Fincard. Jeroen, what's so cool about door locking systems? Thank you. The sure, it's a very good question. I think what's really cool is that Fincard was invented in the 70s in Norway and we made the first recodable door lock. Where people will know from the industry that has been around for some while the plastic cutted key cards. Remember with, these? With all those holes with in the them. Punch holes, uh -huh. exactly. Yeah, that was the first recodable door lock. So like when somebody took the key with them home or they lost it somewhere, we just cut it a new one. And still in the industry, it's called cutting key cards, which, well, nowadays doesn't make a lot of sense because you don't cut anything anymore. But you react, you program a key card or you, you, you hand out a key card, but the industry still call, calls it cutting key cards. I didn't know it, it came from that direction. So it's, it's because of the actual punched, punched holes. holes exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So what we basically did, we had like a set, you had a, a cutted key card and, mm -hmm. and a counterpart. We put the counterpart in the lock, on the backside of the lock. Okay. And when the punch holes were corresponding, you could open your door. At that time, when we came out with that, we had 3.2 billion uh, combinations possible. And by coincidence, that was also the world population. So we promoted it like everybody in the world can have their own unique key card. In the 70s. Exactly. Because now we have a lot more people, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, well, we came up with a solution for that. Okay. So anyway, then after that, we were the first to come out with magnetic stripe key cards. Mm -hmm. And we were also the first in 2014 to come out with the digital mobile keys for, for on your phone. Okay. So the lock still has a mechanical part to it. It has an electronic part to it, like the readers on your door. Plus, you also have a digital component, which mm -hmm. is your software and your mobile keys running in the, in the background to support your system. Okay. And at that stage, was it still called Fincard? Because now it's Asse Abloy. Is it? Yeah. What happened? Fincard was invented uh, by a Norwegian called Tour Sörnes. And by the time they moved to, to magnetic stripe key cards, they were already the world market leader in the industry, but still an independent company. So Asse Abloy acquired Fincard and made them instantly also the world market leader in hospitality. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. A lot changed since that time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like from, it, it used to be a mechanical system when the moment we came out with magnetic st stripe key mm -hmm. cards that we had software already, uh, well, backing that up and creating your functionalities like staff key cards, uh, guest key cards, joiner key cards. And then we took it from there. And now it's an IT based system. We all, well, still you have, of course, a very important part on the door is your mechanical part mm -hmm. of the lock because that needs to be durable and secure that nobody can enforce it and, and break into your room. Right. Then you have your electronic part, like your readers matching with your key cards that, that, that uh, controls the lock case. Mm -hmm. And your software in the background, of course, that's on either server-based or cloud-based, is uh, supporting your infrastructure. So let's talk about cloud-based. I mean, I hear something about key cards in the cloud. How does that work? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, if we talk cloud, uh -huh. well, we can distinguish between your key cards. I mean, then you have a, a digital key, a digital key that can be stored on your phone and you can use your phone instead of your key card to open your door lock. From, from your wallet or? Either your wallet or just driven by an app on your phone via Bluetooth. Okay. 
um, that has a bit of a legacy. When we came out with the first digital keys, they were NFC-based. Mm -hmm. Apple at that time didn't support NFC because they didn't trust NFC as being secure enough. Okay. So Apple, the success of the iPhone kind of forced us to move into um, Bluetooth instead because Bluetooth is generic across all kinds of devices. So uh, we, we started then to come out with BLE driven mobile mm -hmm. keys. Now Apple again moved back to NFC because they wanted to launch Apple Pay. That also enabled us to, to make a next step. So now we also launched as first one in the industry, mm -hmm. Apple wallet keys stored in your wallet. Okay. Which is even more... Uh, like the airline, like, uh, like your payment cards. Like your payment cards, exactly. Because not the airlines, because people always make the mistake that it's like a boarding card on your, on your phone for an mm -hmm. airline. But that's just a QR code that you scan okay. uh, on boarding. Uh, a key card for your lock as physical credentials. That's, that's really a key that gives unique access to, uh, to your door. It's a bit the same when you would have your wallet key for your car. Right, because it's adopted also by uh, BMW and... Uh, exactly. So what about Google then? Is it just Apple-based or does Google work? Well, Google also has their wallet. Then we oh. got Samsung wallet, we got Huawei wallets. So we got Android wallets. So we are also working with Google at, at this time to come out with uh, wallet keys of Google. But we also need, of course, uh, Google to do, their, to do their part. So what's cloud-based about these, these key cards? I mean, I can imagine these cards live in the cloud. I, I download the card, I have it in my wallet. I come into the hotel, don't have to go to the reception, go straight to my hotel room, uh, put my phone against the lock and it opens. Well, even if you come up at your parking barrier, we can create a guest journey that you mm -hmm. can, uh, if you have your reservation in place and, and, and you reissue your mobile key, you can open the barrier for, to, to get into your parking garage. You mm -hmm. can also initiate the elevator controller to go to the floor mm -hmm. and go straight into your room. Right. All stored in your wallet. So The full journey. Exactly. Not only your room. Sometimes okay. people mistake that it can only operate one lock. We can just lag with your plastic key card, mm -hmm. give you authorities. Like if you have rented a conference room, we can also give you the key to that specific conference room. Right, but this card lives in the in in the cloud. Yes, but it's is it connected to PMS or how, how does that? Is, no, it, is there a difference between the old systems and, and the cloud-based systems? Not really, wallets? in a way, because PMS is linked to our software platform. So PMS is the reservation system, of course. Exactly, where your reservation lives. Then the moment the guest checks in either uh, on remote or at the physical front desk, mm -hmm. PMS asks our software platform, whether that's server-based or in the cloud, mm -hmm. we'll come to that later, can you please issue a key card for this guest? And then we ask, do you want to have a physical key card that we will pro uh, program on the card encoder and yep. hand out, physically hand out to your guest? Or do you want us to create a mobile key to push to the mobile device of your guest? Okay. And you can also have a combination that we call joiner keys. We can go like, for example, when I would walk into the hotel and say, mm -hmm. I have already my key card stored on my phone, but yep. I brought my two daughters and I want them to give them a physical key card, a plastic key card as joiner key cards, yep. because I don't want them to be on the phone because for one time I want them to stay away from their phone yep. and go Relax. swimming instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you make your reservation online, you can already download the key then? Or? Well, that, that's how you, every hotel has different preferences. It's how you want to set up that, that system. But you most of the time see that the guest makes a reservation. Mm -hmm. He has to pay for the reservation up front because if you walk straight into the hotel room, how are you mm -hmm. going to make sure you get your money? So the moment that the payment is done, 
they will say, you want to have a mobile key? Yes, okay, we will issue the mobile key then when available, meaning after your room is available. Yeah. So meaning I can pay for my reservation maybe the, the day in advance or in the morning before arrival, but I can only get my mobile key the moment housekeeping has cleaned my room and reception says, okay, now we can hand out this key. So the moment they push the button, the key's ready, mm -hmm. or the room is ready, I get a green light on my phone and say, your mobile key has been uh, activated. Yeah. Okay. So I go to the room with my, with my mobile phone. Mm -hmm. um, this key lives in the cloud. Mm -hmm. So do I really have, did I download it on my phone and will it still work even if I'm offline or is yes, everything yes. online? How does that work? Well, the moment it's, it's in, on your phone stored either in your wallet or in your app, mm -hmm. that doesn't make a big of a difference. You don't need, like people sometimes mistake, you don't have to be on Wi-Fi, you don't need to be on the Wi-Fi of the hotel, you don't need to have 4G, 5G internet connection. It will, it's stored on your phone, so that will work just over Bluetooth or over NFC in your wallet. Even if the power goes down in the hotel or the, the lock will still open? Yes, because the lock is driving on three pen-light batteries. Okay. So as long as your phone is on and even on wallet, it can be out of battery for like three, four hours and it will still work on battery reserve. So if you would work, walk in the, in the, in the old situation into a, a completely dark hotel where nothing is working anymore, mm -hmm. you still can open your door with your mobile. You probably can't find a room, but... With your you flashlight maybe on your phone, <laughs> but you still would have battery. And I, okay, that's the same for your plastic keycard, right? Yep. But it works exactly the same on your phone. So three pen lights in the lock, how long will they last? For two years. Two years? Averagely. That's yes. quite a long time. Yeah. Well, average, like well, with occupancy? It can be more, but I mean, we, we, we never see a lifespan much less than two years. Okay. Unless it's an, an old door, like a luggage room, for example, that opens up and opens up like, mm. I don't know, 10 times in a minute, then, right. then it would run out a bit quicker. Obviously. But an average guest room in a hotel, even on mobile keys, um, that can hold for like two years. So I think you just mentioned what happens if your phone is empty. Mm -hmm. What happens if your phone is empty? You but can still open the door? On the wallet key, yes. And that goes both for Google and Apple? At the moment for Apple. Okay. Google we haven't launched yet. We, ah, okay. we aim to launch that uh, at, well, uh, at short notice somewhere in the coming months. But again, like I said, we need also uh, Google to do their side of the story. Okay. So talking about these locks mm -hmm. with those three pen lights and they work independently, you can still open them if your infrastructure is down. Mm -hmm. Do these locks? talk to the internet or to a server or, no. or nothing at all? No, that can, that, that can be the case the moment you have your locks online. Okay. Uh, but that locks online are done for other reasons. That is also that you can uh, cancel staff cards for people that have left the building and took their, their uh, staff key with them. Or when you have, for example, a guest that says, I want to have a room change or I want to have an extended stay, they normally have to go back to the reception to recode their well, plastic key card. Mm -hmm. The moment they have a mobile key, we could like, uh, reissue the mobile key, refresh the mobile key and make it work longer, say till three o'clock in the afternoon instead of 12 o'clock or until the next day. Mm. Um, for that reason, for the guest journey, a lot of the, well, the, the luxurious hotels wants to have an online system because they, the guest doesn't understand the moment you call to the reception desk and say, mm. can I have a late checkout? And they say, that's fine. Uh, sure, you can stay till three o'clock in the afternoon. You go for lunch with your, with your customer, you walk back to the hotel room, your mm. card doesn't work anymore. And nobody normally understands. They get irritated, have to go back to the front desk, have right. to, they have to get a new key card uh, or their, their own key card reprogrammed. The moment you have an online system, you can do that over the air. Uh, is that the same with room moves? If, you, if I, I enter my room 101 and apparently it's dirty, so I need a room yeah. move to, I don't know, 301? Yes. 
I don't have to go back to reception. For mobile key, you wouldn't. You uh, you can call down to the reception and say, okay, sorry, sorry, we put you to, to the end of the hallway because yep. you don't like to be near to the elevator, mm -hmm. for example. For a physical plastic key card, if the, the system is not online, you would have to go back to the reception, which, to be honest, the vast majority is doesn't have an online system. Mm -hmm. But the, the lock doesn't need to be online for mobile keys. That's okay. also sometimes an assumption people make. I need an online system for mobile keys. That's not the case. So for mobile keys, just to get this straight, right? Yeah. For mobile keys, I don't need an online system. No. I can use the mobile key even if I downloaded this uh, during my reservation. Mm -hmm. I can go to the room. Uh, it doesn't need to be an online lock. Exactly. But if I want to have like room moves or uh, extended departure, mm -hmm. then I need an online. When you want to use plastic key cards for mobile key, you don't even need online either. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Because Quite a lot you can of just options. refresh by refreshing your mobile key. We can, uh, well, issue another one for another room or we can extend your stay. Okay. So what happens if I want all of this mm -hmm. and I have like an old Maxtribe card system? What happens? Well, the good thing do is... Do I need to replace everything? Uh, do I need new infrastructure? What do I need? It depends on how old the old Maxtribe system is. If it's on the three pen light system for four and a half volts, then mm -hmm. we can just change out the reader, even on locks that sometimes are more than 10 years old. Okay. So we do, you don't need new lock cases, uh, you don't need new excursions, no new door handles. We just swap the MagSwipe reader for an RFID reader and okay. you're good to go for everything. You can go cloud with your software, you can go mobile keys, uh, so you're just well prepped for the future again. So I think that's a great ROI for, for the owner of the installation, but yeah. it's also very sustainable. Plus, in an ongoing concern, an hotel with a high occupancy, mm -hmm. we can very quickly update your system uh, without much downtime. Right. What would you recommend? A cloud-based system or a local server? Uh, that really depends a bit on, on uh, the wishes of the, uh, of the customer, but I, I think that in the vast majority I would say cloud. For your understanding, uh, averagely we quote nowadays in, uh, in the Benelux, more than 50% of all the new quotes are cloud-based. Okay. But we are sometimes a bit restricted because not all of the, the, the global labels have adapted cloud yet. Because okay. they are always, well, they have to investigate, they have to make sure all the, uh, the connections can be made. Mm -hmm. It's available in every single country, also for legislation, etc. So, what's, in your opinion, what's more secure? Is it the cloud version or the local version? For the software, I mean, the, yep. absolutely 100% the cloud. Okay. I mean, if some, we had the situation this week, we had a uh, customer of ours in Belgium, we had a customer of ours in the Netherlands that got hacked. Okay. Right? So one of the customers had a, uh, a server running several ser virtual machines, hosting mm -hmm. several key card yep. installations for several of their hotels. Yep. That machine was in an, uh, an older network that got hacked. Mm -hmm. So hackers blocked, so you cannot issue any key cards anymore. Right. Well, fortunately, our support uh, staff managed to get that hotel, well, the, the set of hotels up and running within 18 minutes, which was very, very fast, by just installing a new server, um, do a server migration mm -hmm. software, secure the database on a client machine. Well, for you, uh, you know what I'm talking about, but a bit technical maybe for, uh, for some people. Anyway, would that installation had been in the cloud, I'm quite sure they would never had, had been hacked because if you hack our cloud platform, you also have hacked Amazon uh, AWS. Right. And then it's encrypted. So even if you would get access to our platform, you still can do, not do nothing because it's all encrypted and very okay. secure. What about GDPR? Is it an issue with uh, uh, cloud-based systems? It's not, it, it's not an issue. It's, it's, it's a topic, right? But again, we make sure that we are GDPR compliant and mm -hmm. that your data is secure with us. And then again, that's also encoded. So normally uh, we don't store 
names and details on your key cards, for example. Right. Uh, it's somewhere in your reservation. Uh, there can be a name linked to a staff key card, mm -hmm. but that's also encoded. So even if you, if a hacker in the very old case would get access to our cloud platform, yep. he still cannot do nothing with that. Okay. So SaaS is more secure. 100%. And easier because it doesn't have to be updated locally and... Yeah, and I mean, I saw one of your, your podcasts uh, with Marvin. He was talking about uh, the, the, well, the, 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 the war with, with hackers and, and, and the arms length wars. And uh, I think as a single hotel, it's very difficult to, to, uh, to fight in the battle against hacking, for example, mm -hmm. um, because they are very professional criminal organizations. Well, at least Asablo is the world market leader in access control, not only for hotels, but also for airports and for government buildings and office buildings. Right, so it's safe, right? Uh, we, we do our best and till, till today I think we're doing quite a good job. Uh, Anything you're doing on AI at the moment already? Artificial intelligence, uh, always. Uh, I mean, you got machine learning, you got artificial intelligence, always the question like uh, what of what. But we see that uh, data is a big thing nowadays in the industry and our logs provide a lot of data. but. Um, it's just how to make use of that, right? So we, we offer dashboards and platforms and we're also looking into how we can help our customers with like analysis or pain okay. points. Like for example, if you put a lock on your gym, we can also run stats for you. When are your peak hours, for example? Yeah, so makes sense. So you can do a lot with, with the data, analyze it. Exactly. Okay. Or uh, optimize housekeeping, for example. We can see uh, door opening events. So when right. are your guests in the, on a normal working day leaving your hotel compared to the weekends? Of course, this is quite obvious, but we can really provide you with deep uh, data insights on that. Right. Okay. I can imagine, okay, you use our phone for everything, so also for the door locks. Uh, if we still use those plastic cards, can we do anything else with those plastic cards or can we just open the door with it? You can do many things. One of the things like, like I'd like to mention, of course, sustainability is a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we offer now also, of course, a mobile key is, is much more sustainable because there's no plastic involved. Right. Right? And the funny thing is you don't run out of them either. You don't want to know how often I get text messages on Friday night, nine o'clock when I'm just watching Netflix. I ran out of key cards. Out of cards. I mean, I'm going to go like, okay, how, how did that happen? But yeah. and what can we do and how can I get quickly? And, and of course, we help out and we reach out. With mobile keys, I mean, you can issue them endlessly. You never run out of them. But uh, also for the plastic key cards, we offer a solution now. We have sustainable uh, variances like bamboo key cards, for example, yep. or key cards made out of uh, pulp or recycled paper. And we see also labels uh, going fully to, uh, well, uh, non-plastic wastage, non-reusable wastage of plastics. So uh, they move to, to bamboo key cards, for example, which huh. I think they, they look very nice. Uh, and they're, they're sustainable because some people think it's only a plastic keycard with a bamboo layer or bamboo print on them. No, the only thing that's inside of the, of the, of the, of the wooden keycard is just an antenna and a little chip. Right. So that's, well, uh, better for the environment should they ever end up in your basement. And could you use them as member cards or as, as pay cards in the resort? Yeah. Or yes. Sometimes you see these... these Bracelets, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, we, we make integrations with payment providers like, for example, Agen. Uh, where you can use your either your, your key card or and when you're like in, in a resort, mm -hmm. we can give you a bracelet, very fancy ones, like something that, that you're wearing that looks a bit like that, <laughs> with a built-in chip, so you don't have your obvious all-inclusive that everybody can see which resort you're staying in. Okay. And you can rent your jet ski, and because people say, ah, oh, but I got it on my phone. Yeah, 
even if my iPhone is waterproof nowadays, I'm not going to take my, my iPhone on a, on a jet ski no. or into the pool bar. Mm. It looks a bit stupid, right? So but with one of these bracelets, you can just rent your, your jet ski and pay for your drinks uh, in the pool bar. And, uh, and it's all going to be built either to your room or there's a token on the key card and they're going to directly build to your credit card. Cool, so. cool. Final question? Sure. Yeah, are we almost done already? Yeah, we're almost done. I mean, we already well, we spent about 20 minutes already, you know. So uh, can we do another 20? <laughs> no, we, we can schedule another one if you like. Yeah, no, I forgot my final question. No, I know again. <laughs> final question: um, Where do you think it's going in the coming five years? So will we be able to open the room with iris scans or things like that? We can already do that, George. That's no problem, and we offer that for in other industries, for example, like government buildings, uh, embassies, airports. The thing is that. Uh, how far do you want to take your guests to that? I mean, um, the guests, some guests can, can be a bit spooked about sharing biometric data, mm-hmm. uh, like, like your iris scan or your fingerprint. Uh, but the moment that the industry would be ready for it, we can offer that absolutely because we got the technology already within the group. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, I have like one of those premium cards for, uh, yeah, for the too. airport. I mean, yeah. if you can use that card to open the... Uh open the, the gates or use your iris scan in the airport, why wouldn't you use the same stuff at the, at the hotel? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's, some people are a bit paranoid about what they're sharing and who's owning that data. And for your airport, it's, it's your own choice that you like the benefits of having your premium card and you mm-hmm. don't mind the Dutch government uh, custom control has stored your iris scan. But we have seen in the past also guests in hotels uh, putting tape on the, the motion sensors in the thermostat because they, thought they were afraid there were cameras inside. Ah, okay. you know, so as long as we have these kind of uh, challenges, I, I can imagine that biometric access control for hospitality at least is, is, is a bit further down the road. Next step. But we're ready for it, All should right. it come that day. Okay, Jeroen, thank you for coming to the studio and this great talk. For our viewers and listeners, I hope this was an inspiring session for you. Please subscribe to this podcast by clicking on the link And remember, you can always check in, but never check out.